The strategies and concepts discussed are for educational purposes only and do not represent specific investment tax or state planning advice. Investing carries an inherent element of risk, and it is in everyone's best interest to consult a legal, tax, or investment professional. John Cindia is an investment advisor representative of, and advisory services are offered through USA Financial Securities Corporation, member FINRA SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Life Stages Advisory is not affiliated with USA Financial Securities. Life Stages Advisory, Dean or Remington, or any guest we have are not affiliated with USA Financial Securities. Welcome to episode 95 of WTF, Wealth Tax and Finances. I'm your host, John Cindia, certified public accountant, personal financial specialist. Got the two big men in the house. Yo. Whoa. Beautiful. <gasps> Sorry. <laughs> thought this was uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin's <laughs> yeah. podcast. Oh, geez. Here we go. It's yeah. always something, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. So, speaking you of should something. Know by now. Speaking of something. Oh, what? I could really use a $50 gift card. $50 gift card? Hey. How would I get one? Is he the only one? Are you guys both the only I ones? I would love one. I'm you sure know what? somebody else out there would. There could be three lucky people. If you are interested in having a $50 gift certificate, all you need to do is email me at jcindyatlifestagesadvisory.com with your name and address and do these three things. If you have not heard a topic we've ever discussed and you'd like to hear it, what is it? What is the best piece of advice you've ever attributed to one of our episodes and Last but not least, why, in God's name, do you listen to us every week? No, we really want to know. (laughs) We want to know that. The three of us will be judging all the entries, and the top three will end up getting a $50 gift certificate. So, And those pieces of information will be on the 100th episode, right? That's what we're going to make our 100th episode about. And this is number four of those, uh, the quickie six or whatever we're talking about. Those eight to 10 minutes that have gone to 11, lightning round. Yes, lightning round (laughs) that uh, have stretched to maybe 11 or 12. But we want to know if you like the short ones. Okay. (laughs) If you like the short ones versus the longer ones, or you'd like to have some combination thereof. So today we're talking about debt and net worth. About debt, you've got a couple different types. You either have revolving or non-revolving debt. What is that? Revolving debt is something that you you borrow and you pay off, and you borrow and you pay off, and you borrow and you pay off. And what would that be? A credit card. Ooh. Oh, hey, or a line of credit. So if you have a line of credit on a house and you've got 20 grand and you want to do some remodeling, you take out 10, 15 grand, you want to do a few things, you pay that off, you go do something else, okay? So uh, revolving debt is something that you have and you've got a credit line or some type of extension of credit to you and you can borrow, pay it off, borrow, pay it off uh, credit cards based on your activity and how well you have uh, your payments and are consistent with that, then you can increase the uh, credit lines on your credit card. And if you have a line of credit to the bank, normally you have to go through a process to get your house appraised if it's worth more than you can get a uh, extension on your line of credit. Non-revolving debt, on the other hand, is something that you apply for. Um, it would be like a home loan. It would be a car loan, a personal loan, could be a student loan. And it's something that 
you apply for, if you get it, then you've got a term. And the term is for a car, geez, now they're going up to what, 72 months, I think, six I think years? So, yeah. 84. 84? Jeez. So you're talking seven years yeah, on a If you're bananas, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's crazy. Yes, because the average car loan is somewhere between four and 500 bucks a month as far as what I'm used to. But you know, a lot of people, it's not unusual for them to pay 1,000, 1,200, 1,500 a month for a car, whether it's a lease or or not, but they'll still have to get a, uh, a loan or get approved for the lease. And uh, that is non-revolving. Once it's paid off, it's done. So you either own it, or if it's a, in a lease situation, you get a finance lease, you can hand that in and you know turn around and get a, uh, another loan or another lease on that and you there again would have to go back and apply for that so um, you need to be aware of what types of debt you have <clears throat> excuse me then you've got a secured non-secured debt and uh, secured debt would be something like uh, you buy a house the house is securing that mortgage you buy a car that car is securing that loan um, non-secured or unsecured debt is your um, would be like a credit card. You may be able to have personal loans that uh, after a while, if you work with a bank, you might have something that you can get a signature loan, $5,000, $10,000, and it's usually because of good credit rating or you've got other money in the bank. Um, you could always, if need be, if you do have savings that we talked about in the last episode that you should have, uh, you could always set aside a portion of an account or an account to be used as collateral, at which time, um, the bank would uh, not necessarily put a lien on it, but would put a hold on it that you couldn't take out anything more than uh, whatever the uh, loan would be that you have um, to pay off. So they would have it secured in one way or the other. So there are different ways that you can uh, borrow and um, uh, you know obtain loans from a bank. Uh, you could always go to was it Uncle Tony that you said? Uncle uh, Tony. Uncle back Tony. of the pizzeria. Yeah. <laughs> We're going yeah. back into the- He'll pay uh, you in cash. Yeah. <laughs> cash only. What's the VIG? I don't know. We'd have to, have to see what the VIG is on that. Um, but what you need to do is, is look at that debt in that uh, situation. If you're looking at a home, like we talked about in a previous episode, about your front and back end ratios. If you ha take on too much other debt, you might not be able to buy a house if that's what you want because- Cars and credit cards and living today mean more to you than having a house. So if you get your um, ratios screwed up and you got too much back-end debt, you might not be able to even buy a house or anything. Uh, be aware of your interest rates, um, the minimum monthly payments, and the estimated payoff date. On the credit cards, if you just make the monthly payment, it could take you um, somewhere between 20 and 30 years to pay that off. I'm fine with that. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's twenty five thirty. I'm fine twenty nine five thousand dollars for my thousand dollars worth of debt. It's fine. Oh, oh geez, where I'm joking, John. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to make you go back to the first five episodes of this thing. <laughs> no kidding. We're gonna learn you good this time, oh, boy. Um, then we're talking about the uh, net worth. So what you need to do once you have your assets totaled up, which would be um, your house, your cars, uh, savings accounts and everything, you subtract your debts, which would be your credit cards, uh, mortgage, line of credits, uh, school loans or anything, then whatever's left over is what's called your net worth. And that's what supposedly you're worth if you took all your assets, paid all your 
debts off and what do you have left over? Mm. It's not unusual uh, for people in their 20s and 30s to be upside down. In other words, have a negative net worth because of school loans, mm. okay? Especially if you don't have a house and you're renting uh, or you're living above the garage in your parents' house or whatever, or in the basement playing video games all day. And I love I'm not games. looking at either one of you in particular, Dean. But uh, <laughs> I moved out. I know. <laughs> Jeez, I've been moved out. <laughs> Jeez, Jeez, somebody gets touchy here. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you should have seen him. If you got to watch the video, watch his face. It's hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Whiner. Anyway, um, so uh, what you uh, need to do is, uh, if you have a negative net worth, you just need to uh, be able to. Uh, balance your income and expenses out a little bit better, pay off that debt, and get yourself into a positive situation. And um, as you pay that debt down, still try to put some money aside because if you're paying down debt and not saving, um, it's going to be a lot slower than if you're paying down debt and save a little because if you, if one goes down, the other one's going up, and you can actually be in a positive mode twice as fast. Mm. So um, you want to get into that uh, net worth uh, a positive situation on that. And uh, uh, so, you know, it doesn't hurt to buy a little older car so it doesn't depreciate so fast because if you've got a brand new car and you're paying on it for seven years, you're going to be upside down in that thing until about the last six months. Mm. <laughs> and it's going to just keep depreciating and it depreciates faster than what your loan balance is. So if you would uh, have a $30,000 loan and you try to get out of that, I can almost guarantee you that when you have a $10,000 debt, it's probably worth 8,000 and you still can't get out of it even if you sold the car. So um, you need to be aware of the type of debt you're taking on and how you're gonna pay that off. And like I say, on that net worth situation, um, it's important, but it's not uh, so, um, I say so critical that you still couldn't you know, buy a house, get loans based on what you're earning and what your savings capacity is. Because it's not unusual to have a lot more debt uh, in the beginning, first uh, six, eight, 10 years after you get out of college and everything. So anything you guys have to attribute to that? You guys have positive or negative net worth? Do you have any idea? Oh, mine is so <coughs> negative. I mean, I don't have student Are you debt. positive? <laughs> You're positive it's negative. Oh, I'm positive. Very <laughs> positive. It's negative. I'm very positive. Very positive. I think I should hopefully be positive i don't have any massive student debts or any crazy i mean i, do, I bought a house but mm -hmm. hopefully i'm not yeah doing too yeah, bad but I mean, when it, that's a good point about the paying the debt off versus having the savings you mm -hmm. know because that's was something i was struggling with i was just trying to pay all the debt off and had no savings and mm -hmm. then i would get more debt yeah yeah pay it get more debt yeah. and it was like kind of a revolving door. So that falls in line with the budget. Yep. Mm. And everything it, does. Yeah. yeah. Because it's, it's difficult to do, but uh, if you're, if everything that you're earning is going out in some type of a loan or an expense or a lifestyle, uh, you're never going to get ahead. And even when you do pay the debts off, people seem to redirect that money into some other type of a current expense or lifestyle or they go back and get a newer car, or they do something else that they constantly have that. So, um, you know, we've got all of our cars paid off in that, and we're of the type that normally, if we get a three to five year loan on a car, 
that is a uh, a positive interest rate once it's paid off we keep it for another seven to ten years oh yeah man it's a gear advice like i yeah. i got rid of my last car and the car i have now it's like a 2014 2013 mm-hmm. nothing crazy but it's also not hunk of junk either yeah and i mean i might have been able to get a brand new car but there's there's no need it's nice not to have to do that oh yeah and i'm spending like a fraction of what i was paying for my last car so yeah and you you start putting that in or just hyper saving oh yeah you know that's yeah. uh when you're you're paying on uh, a couple of cars plus um you know one of your kids cars and everything else mm-hmm. you know you can get up to 1500 bucks a month pretty quick and uh you know once that's there and all of a sudden it's not you start putting that in your pocket and uh, into the savings and the investment side so just be aware of all that there again it goes into that budget uh you have any questions make sure you get those uh answers to us about that uh, those three items for that contest and jay cindy at lifestagesadvisory.com and we'll see you on our uh, fifth quickie lightning round episode which is going to be about credit